Welcome to Fucking Candyland, hosted by Rampage and Gemini. Welcome back to Candyland after a long month off. How are you feeling, Gemini? I'm so happy to be here. My life has felt incomplete without, I mean, we talk all the time, but not recording our, our stuff. Every conversation we're like, this should be a podcast episode. Honestly, I think that taking this time off was a really good way to bring clarity into both of our worlds. I feel like in the last month, so much has been revealed. And the thing I love about growth is when you react different to those triggers or those obstacles, and they no longer get as much of your energy or your time or your efforts, but you're like, okay, cool. I know me and that's going to be enough. I like that every single obstacle that gets thrown at us, we just figure out a different way of growing through that. And it seems like everything that gets thrown at us that's supposed to make us frustrated with each other or something, it actually just makes us grow closer and figure out, okay, so what are we going to do differently to keep on doing what we're doing? The really cool thing that I feel like has happened in the last month is like, with Venus being in retrograde, it's really been this scope at your intimate friendships and your intimate connections. And I love that we live so far apart and it's the people in our everyday reality that like want to start drama. It's like all of my internet friends, I'm good, but then it's like, it shifted to those more intimate, like personal connections that you can't like get away from. And I love that we're able to support each other through that without being like biased because we don't spend every day together. And I think that's what helps our relationship be able to like have this duality and this balance is that we're not exposed to everything all the time, but we come together and we like air it out and we discuss it. And I think that's why our friendship really works well. And too, I think that yes, the not having the bias and not being together like physically every day too, like involved in the same things because we're able to see things from a bird's eye view where you're able to tell me like, okay, well, you're processing like this and not even like communicating that. So you can't really be mad at people not knowing because you didn't say anything. And then uh, recently I feel like you are so many chances like but I've known them for a long time and like like how do I make it like work or whatever and it's like girlfriend that's not the that's not your friend (laughs) you know I mean honestly in the last month I have done so much spell work like just in general for our community for myself for other people and I have had so many breakthroughs like within one day results are right there 1000%. And it's just really nice to know that at the end of the day, I'm doing what I'm supposed to do because spirit keeps rewarding me. I've kept leveling up. Nothing that was sent to destroy our friendship affected it whatsoever. If anything, it really brought us both closer to one another in the community and not keeping our communities very separate, but completely just like rebranding how we do our power circles, how we do a lot of our just stuff on and off of the internet, I think. And I love that. And people don't get like that type of um, clarity so quickly because normally we're blurring the lines or, you know, with like, oh, I'm making excuses because I know them or that's my husband or we have a kid together or whatever people say and do. But it's like when you look at things with integrity and authenticity and you can have that in a mutual understanding with a friend it really is a game changer for those connections that don't serve you because you're like okay I can let that go like that's not who I am anymore to give that energy or to let that trigger me like that's not me yeah I and I think that's why so many like you can call them friendships or whatever, but really probably friendships that have molded into acquaintanceships. I think why we've let so many things go and it hasn't all been, you know, because there's some drama to it or something, but it's really been like a, 
I'm growing and I'm so focused on this over here and like putting energy into these connections that, yeah, some things just go away. And I think that that's where naturally the evolution of life is to hold on to what you've built or to hold on to connections that you've had. And you cannot make space for what you're asking for if you're holding on to what was. It's like, well, I can't let go of this person or I can't let go of this situation until this happens. You're blocking your blessing because a lot of what is meant to happen is in that unknown chapter, like the chapter where you have no freaking clue what you're doing. That's where all the magic is. Like people are scared of that chapter, but that's where all of the real growth happens is when you take a new direction or you try something new or you start a class or you, you know, get a mentor or whatever, like those unknown variables, like add up to that bigger picture. And when you're trying to control or dictate or do the same damn song and dance that you've always done because you know how to do it, you will always be settling. I think too, it's important for us to have people inside of our space that support us making like big decisions that may not make sense to others. Like, you know, because I think that that something that really has come up in our friendship is you being like, no, like if you feel drawn to that, you should spend money on that. You should invest in that. You should do those things and not worry about a lack mindset where people who I like my family and stuff who I had around growing up, it was that's irresponsible that you would go and you would go do that adventure because you feel, you know, quote unquote called to, or that you would go and spend this money on, on this thing. When to me, it would be like, this is like boosting my spirit somehow, but to other people, it feels like not the rational or um, like responsible choice necessarily. But I always found that I would thrive when I would put myself in the things where I didn't know what was going to happen. I didn't have all the answers to something. It just feels like the right thing to do. So I'm going to do it. And I constantly had to battle with the, but is it irresponsible or whatever, because they think it is, even though I feel like it's blessing me. And that's the contradictory environments that we keep ourselves in that contradict who we're becoming and who you're becoming is not defined yet. Who you're becoming is someone that you've never been. So you cannot keep asking people that you know for freaking directions on how to get there. Like you can't look at someone who's never owned a business and talk to them truly about taking a calculated risk or doing something you feel called to do or passionate about. Like whenever we talk about like me spending money on stickers and different things, like back in the day, people would spend money on like newspaper ads or magazine ads and things like that. But like new age is like stickers or memorabilia, things that you can give to people because in a world where everything's expensive, if you give someone something, baby, they are sticking that shit to their car window. They are ready. They got it on their bumper sticker. Like one of my friends, I won't name drop, did stick it on their car. And I was like, you are the MVP for that. Like you are the one for that. (laughs) But I mean, people take little things and create their own reality. And I like to take big things and create something I don't know. Like, I don't know what that's going to create. And that's why, like, when people are trying to knock me off of my throne, I have so much grace, like so much more grace than letting these people know, like, you need to lay off the drugs. You need to go to therapy. Um, Nothing that spirituality can offer you is going to change your fucking bum ass mindset. Like nothing, nothing, unless you want that. But instead I'm like, you know what? I could reserve all that energy to empower people rather than becoming like the people I don't like. And even though those feelings are there and we're human and we're going to be angry and we're going to have negative thoughts, I don't have to act on it and I don't have to come down to their level to express that. Maybe they know. And the energetic punishment is that you no longer have access to me. You no longer have access to anything I've taught you or anything that you learned from me is like null and void. So pop your shit. Like go take whatever you think you know and go pop your shit far away from me. Where before I wanted closure. I wanted to check someone. But instead now I'm just like, can you get on the quickest train away from me? Like as quickly as possible. Can you get all of your shit? Take it with you. And people are like, what do you mean? Like, how am I supposed to do that? You know what I mean? Like, they don't get it when you're like, leave now and shut the fuck up. That's it. That's all I need you to do. Like those things in that order. 
a new growth too. So, I mean, because we, we talked briefly on the podcast last season about just, you know, what happened in our communities behind the scenes a little bit and a growth too that, and I don't think I specifically pointed out to you that you did this, but you're now detecting fuckery or what you feel like is fuckery. And you're like, this just doesn't feel right for whatever reason. And immediately just like calling it out and saying, you know, this is how I'm feeling about it. This is like the direction it feels like it's coming from and catching that before it feels like people are snowballing it further, if that makes sense. Like before things were going too prolonged because it's like, I'm just going to help you on your healing journey. I want to, I know that you're, you're just really struggling through this, you know, whatever. And now you're like, Oh, I'm recognizing it. And it's actually not my place to sit here and try to heal you through it. And like, hold your hand and be Polly pocket through it, you know? Honestly, and that's what I love whenever a lot of that was coming to light that people were like, Gemini's making Paige angry and and she's being mean and, and all these things because people used to take advantage of that giving and healing spirit that I have. But now I have like activated like my inner Kali, like fuck with me and I'm going to burn everything down. And it's going to feel like a hex. It's going to feel like I directed it to you, but like, don't come for me anymore at all. I don't want your money. I don't want your love bombing. I don't want your support. I don't want your boyfriend. I don't want no one. I want you away from me. And I think that that's been really illuminating like what I learned in July was you have to check the corners even if you think you've already cleaned the house like you've still got to check behind shit and you still got to look for those spiders and those people that are like lingering in the webs and the shadows and like they don't want to be in the spotlight but they sure as hell don't want you to be in any spotlight either so they're constantly trying to like drain you or take energy from you and distract you and Honestly, like I'm on this new wave that like, I want to help people almost like, but I have to take a step back if you don't want to help yourself and be okay with that. Like that I've done what I was supposed to do and I don't owe you anything extra. I don't, I don't owe you nothing. And I have had to block a lot of people lately like and when I block you I block your mom your sister your ex like I block everyone associated with you because I just don't want any I just don't want any closure with you like I've seen what I needed to see and I don't need your opinion like I will block you while you're typing where the old me wanted to argue and be right stubborn like Taurus energy now like I see the three dots after I've said my piece and you're typing I'm blocking you mid-sentence like, I just think it's funny how block. <laughs> I just think it's funny how. I think um, a lot of the things that, see, this is part of our growth thing, though, right? Because a lot of stuff that would have really bothered us and irked us before doesn't anymore. If we go back and listen to season one and just the way that we talked, the way that, you know, what we thought was annoying at the time or what we thought we had to focus on is just so different than I feel like we do now. And something else too, that the, it's so fucking weird to me because, you know, you hear anybody who is starting to get successful in something that they're doing or get notability and recognition, you're always hearing like the people that I thought were going to be there for me are the people who weren't there. The people who supported me are the people that I never expected. And it really has been wild to see the connections that we had before. I feel like before the podcast really versus the connections that we're having now that we're doing the podcast. I mean, there are people who I feel like low-key said that they supported us that had big followings that said that they supported us before or whatever and then as we've started to do better with things are like let me take this idea from you let me let me copy your your whatever let me ask you where you're doing that how you're doing that but I'm never going to give you an energy exchange in any way or share a post or talk about you but can you give me all the secrets to what you're doing and oh I'm just gonna you know copy this over here and whatever and I feel that where I used to have boundaries in a different way of more of you're not gonna fuck me over so like we're not gonna even be friends I don't feel that way about new 
connections now, but I feel like I have like my circle complete and you have to be really special to like penetrate into this circle of trust. <laughs> yeah. I've created a whole new dynamic. Like I'm not into becoming everyone's like friend or everyone's guru or everyone's mentor. Like some people, I'll just be honest, are way too lost for me to help you find. You've got to go do some soul searching, some rehab, some therapy, whatever it is, because maybe just because I've been able to heal myself and have, you know, four years sober and things like that. Does it mean that it was easy? It meant that I sat in the dark room and I cried and I journaled and I did the things and I did what I had to do. And I'm so sick of people that want that and they want to take it from you or distract you from it. And I noticed that like when we weren't dropping episodes on the podcast, that there was just so many vultures like trying to pull for our energy. And there are so many people that I thought were mutuals that are competing. And like you said, taking ideas and things like that. And that's cool. That's cool, whatever. Because at the end of the day, a lot of those people they go viral, they get this following, like they're so important. And then the ego steps in. And then instead of doing it for spirit or doing it for healing or, you know, because you want your message to reach the world, you're doing it for notoriety. Oh, you got to quit your day job. So now you want more money. Now you need this. And that's what I think is so funny about the spiritual realm and the spiritual journey as a human is because everything that the spiritual realm tells us is not important as soon as people get a little notoriety that's what they're gunning for like that's what they're gunning for but spirit is like the karmic scales will always be off balance if you're chasing shit outside of you so the fact that people constantly want to take ideas or, or do things that other people are doing very naturally like that's gonna backfire on you it's like a slingshot like you're not going to hit your target. You might be shooting and you may have momentum, but you're not going to hit the target and you're never going to reach that level that that person's on by trying to emulate or copy that person. And that's why like, I love being around very powerful people. Like being at the table with Bunny does not intimidate me at all. I love watching that this woman makes six figures a month. Like let's go sis. And the fact that like, I'm able to do things for her and like not even charge her, just like, I got you. And she's like, I can't believe you. Like, thank you. Like, because everybody wants something from her, right? Like everybody is trying to take something from her and she is so giving that I love being able to return that energy back to her, like in ways that she doesn't expect because spirit puts you at the tables where you can learn. And I want to be that person that gives in like, can and help people, you know, like she does so much stuff that she doesn't even talk about, like for other people, you know, and I love that because real G's move in silence, baby. Like you can't tell everyone everything all the time. And I'm learning that time and time again. I have no desire to lead you through how to make a podcast, how to make Oracle cards, how to do anything. Like we've got classes that we both teach. We have Patreon platforms that we both use. Like I don't care if you know how to do it because there's so much information out there. You can find it. If you want it, you will find it. And I just get so sick of people that are doing the work, having all of these vultures just trying to take that energy from you and distract you and like put you into their spiral. I refuse to be inside of anybody's spiral. And there are so many, you know, I feel like, you and I have gotten to the point now in our friendship where we're really starting to talk about like personal life things that we just never even discussed before. Like talking to you about like, you know, journey is like being a step parent and stuff like shit that I literally don't discuss with anybody have never dragged out in any way. And I think that the more that we notice all of, I, first of all, I almost feel this like, Thank you so much for like showing how many snakes there are around us because it makes us <laughs> close in closer together to like protect our perimeter almost. And it makes us have these like just crazy conversations about things that we just haven't had to have before. And something that I really appreciated has been when I was talking with you about stuff that I've been going through, like as a step parent and just and just different things is you don't have the like 
well, fuck that baby mama mentality about it. And like shit talking the situation, you're giving me like different viewpoints and advice on the situation. And it's something that I don't think that in the past I would have appreciated now the way that I do, because I don't want to talk about things to vent about it. I want to talk about it to figure out how do I feel better inside of this situation? You know what I mean? Yes. And I heard something somewhere and it said, the people who always got the tea need to watch out because tea stains. And that really resonated with me because there's always going to be drama and tea, but who you share that with and who you spread that energy to matters because a lot of people use that against you later like they will manipulate you with the information that you've revealed to them so be careful you know people who've always got the tea I promise you they talk about you as well like behind your back and they'll talk about you to other people and I have noticed that a lot of people use my name to be relevant because they don't have any friends and they realize that I have a lot of people who either our friends, our people that I've known, our acquaintances, our people that I've met through spirituality, people that I've mentored, clients, like I have a big group of energy around me. And I'm not going to say that everyone um, feels this way, but naturally as humans who are lonely and depressed and on drugs and wherever they're at in their mind, They don't want to see you surrounded by love and support and guidance. They fucking hate that. So, you know, it does end up being the people that you were going through the shit with, like the people that you were in the mud with almost don't want to see you squeaky clean on the other side of it if they're still in the mud. And I'm not saying that everyone that you know, that's not doing as good as you wants bad for you, but there are a lot of energies that will be subconsciously projected onto you, whether they speak fear into your plans, you know, they, they talk shit about your dreams or they make you feel weird for doing something new or something out of the realm or wearing something you've never wore before I have so many people that will see me out and they're like I wish I could wear that you so do it you can you know like I get tired of people looking at me as the staple of who they want to be but they have no desire to go do that and then these people that I've known are like mad at me for overcoming addiction and in codependency and people pleasing and all these things it's like the more you crank up your own energy the quieter everyone else's is like, I don't even hear the noise anymore. Like I know you all are talking, but I don't hear the noise. And that's just that, you know, like I'm not taking it personal. I'm taking it as your projections. That's how you feel about yourself. You're not trustworthy. You're not capable. You're not in your power. You can't project that onto someone who knows their worth, someone who knows their shit. And that's why dating is incredibly difficult for me because Guys don't like that I'm smarter than them or that I do better than them. And 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 I don't mean that in like, but it must be the guys that I'm attracted to like aren't very smart. Because if they knew what was smart for them, they would get in the boat and we're going. I've got lots of opinions on the guys that are attracted to you and in your inbox, but Terrible. that's neither here nor there. Honestly, though, like you would think that a lot of people would see it from the perspective, like, I want to learn from this person or I want to grow. But instead, it's like, no, you're on a higher level than me. And that makes me upset. Um, Back on what you had been saying, uh, the analogy that you had used, I recently about the tea, I recently saw something that said, um, I stopped venting to people when I realized that vents go into different rooms. And I was like, that's so true. And that's something I feel like too, that's something that has changed with me so fucking much, even before the podcast, but like that I just sit back and reflect on is like, I no longer am going to sit there and just complain about shit going on just to talk about it and vent about it. And I have this thing where I'm not going to speak about it unless it's something that I'm going to put work in to change because I'm not going to put into, you know, the atmosphere and universe about something and make that a focal point of something that I want to discuss and then not make any changes. And also people i i find this to be just like so fucking grimy and since we have talked recently about like you wanting to delete facebook or whatever hop off facebook for a minute people going on and shit talking their spouses drives me 
up the fucking wall. I don't care if it's your boyfriend. I don't care if it's your fiance. I don't care if it's your fucking husband going on and being like, we're going to be leaving each other because so-and-so can't, you know, they did this and that or blah, blah, blah. And I found this out and found that out. I just am like, where's your loyalty in any fucking way? Because you've been over here sharing body, mind, soul, and spirit with somebody. And then they do something you don't like, even if it's, you know, they lied or did whatever just to, I just think it's so shitty to put it online. And then most of you just fucking go back to them anyways. That's what I don't get is like, whenever I reach a point where I'm going to air something out, like I'm done, like I'm all the way done. Like we talked about it behind the scenes. I've tried to work through it. We've worked through it. Whatever we did, we didn't do, but it's almost embarrassing. Like you have no boundaries. You have no self-worth, no loyalty and just no like true desire to grow through this situation you want to point the blame you want to be a victim you want to villainize someone um I don't like it I personally don't want to date anyone that I have to worry about what goes on in their inbox like and I also don't want to date someone that no one flirts or hits on them either right like Jelly Roll said that before like you don't get a show pony and put it in a cage and and then Bunny said like if my husband didn't have female fans I would feel weird I would be like honey we need to do something sex appeal needs to be up you know she said something like that and it just really like I base a lot of how I feel on like watching other people live the way I would like to live and like I like that mutual understanding and that mutual support like I don't want to date someone that's not desirable I don't want to date someone that like you know doesn't get the occasional like whatever you know like you don't you as a partner should feel good that your partner is shining or being seen or being loved by their fans or their friends or whoever like I can't stand someone who wants to compete with like their partner's mom or like their partner's best friend or you know what I mean like and I also don't want to date someone who's like obsessed with everyone in their opinion. You know, I want someone who's in their own power, who has people that they trust, but not people that they're like letting dictate their life either. What's funny? I just laugh at you over here. Like, I just imagine what it's like for you to fill out like dating things online. And it's like, are you interested in this or interested in that notes? And she's like, yes, I do want you to be six, four, but I only want you to be six, four if you have a long torso, but you don't have long legs and like, it's just super customized. And you're like, yes, I want you to be a family person, but also I don't want you to have an unhealthy relationship with your mother and rely on her and have her clean your laundry. Like I could just see you having like fucking subcategories for everything. I don't even date online anymore. Like you're either going to shoot your shot to my face or I'm not hearing you. I don't want to hear you in my inbox. I don't want to hear you chirping to the fucking choir. I don't care. Like I'm not attracted to a guy that when I go to your following, it looks like the Playboy Mansion, like kick rocks, bro. Like if I scroll and there's more girls than, and I'm talking like the bikini, like the Viking Barbies of the world who are sexy as fuck and like turn up. But if you follow 900 people and 899 of them, got their titties out. I can't with you. I don't even want to with you. And I'm real big on like, I used to let people watch, like just kind of watch from afar, but now I just block you. If I see you in my views 24 seven, but you don't like anything, you don't support me. You're just watching. I'm blocking you. I don't even care. I don't care about the follower. I don't care about nothing. Like I used to be like, oh no, I don't want to lose the follower. No, I'm blocking you. I blocked so many people this week that are just getting on my nerves. Like they don't support me and I don't, I just don't care. I just have a personal PSA too, that it would, I would really appreciate if people didn't go inside of your inbox, if they're not actually going to meet up with you and like one at least meet up with you like bare minimum. Like don't tell her you want to take her out and then not take her out because then I'm just fucking annoyed with you because then I just wish I was in Kentucky to go and fucking take you out so that like you could have a nice time and I'll touch your butt and everything. Mm-hmm. And then two, um, if you do like, here's the other side of that is like, once you do get like met up with and taken out, why is it fucking weird? Why does it have to be weird? Why does it have to be like, yeah. And then we like stared into each other's soul for two minutes and whatever. 
Um, I don't like it. I, it's, I think it's, that like when people are not in tune with their own spirit, they don't like that. I can like read their energy that I know when they're lying. Like, I just think that I am a harder catch because like, I'm not trying to be caught by a fucking hook line sinker thing, you know, like I want work for me because you're so open and like honest about all of these things ahead of time it's very clear that you do spiritual work that like anybody who is paying you attention knows these things about you so it's like a waste of fucking time and space and your energy when it's like people know this already and I don't I've told you before I really think that people expect you to be somebody different when they meet you and I think that they think that like the spiritual whatever is a persona and then you show up in person and you're just as fucking cute and you're also like let me read your brain I don't know and honestly I don't even want to waste energy trying to figure out those types of people because like I want to reject people who do not know what they want like don't come near me if you don't know what you want so you know it's cool if they like talk a little shit like tweet like a little bird and then when it comes time to fly they're like I'm going to stay in the nest because I already knew that you couldn't handle me. So thank you for showing me before I even got involved like early on. So that's fine. I mean, I know that there's a perfect person out there for me. I'm not really worried about like these people that I know, because I've always been convinced that my soulmate's not going to be someone I know that I grew up with, that I've been around, that I'm exposed to. Like my soulmate's not going to be 25 minutes down the road. They're just not, I don't see it. I can't see it. And I'm a visionary. And if they were there, maybe I would be bringing them in. They're not 25 minutes away. So anybody, if you live in a 25 minute radius of me, you ain't my one. You ain't my person. You're not my boo. I also want to say that we were getting a lot of feedback just about like the transparency and how people were catching up on episodes and they really liked how we don't just like sugarcoat everything that we did have a lot of like really raw and vulnerable moments where there was anger and there was, you know, like shocking moments where you think someone is your friend or you think someone's supporting you. But I know for a fact that it's really difficult to support someone after so long if you're not doing the work because you're not reaching your potential so that resentment and that anger that they feel towards us is really just them feeling that towards themselves and I think that you know doing this like clarity work in a protection work it's necessary for every person because someone somewhere some soul contract that you have is trying to blur your vision some of it's your own like parents or your partner or your you know whoever and I think that it's really valid to just be aware of that. It doesn't mean that you like instantly go check all these people and, and say, you know, you're blocking my blessings, but you're blocking your blessings by not acknowledging what your intuition is telling you. Like, you know, when someone's really not supporting you, you know, when someone makes it feel like a chore to be around you or to invite you or to include you. And that's the type of energy that I just can't tolerate. So I'm really glad that spirit has not allowed any like half in half out relationships, like emotionally, because I don't need that in my energy. Like I have proven to myself that like sexual companionship is not necessary for my happiness. Like my happiness comes from me and everything else is an accessory to that. It's kind of like, you know, the Christmas tree is the tree and then you've got to put the lights and the ornaments and all the things on it. Like if you are the tree and you are rooted people will come and go. I get new decor all the time. You know, like we let things go all the time in our real world. So you have to be willing to let people be ornaments for a season and then toss them in the Goodwill box and get rid of them. Damn. That was deep. That was, that was recycling, repurposing people for other people, reusing, um, go elsewhere because you're not going to be welcome here or housed here. I love every single piece of that. I also, um, something that I'm noticing too, is this like not vibing with one of us going to the other one and just kind of sticking around and like the hanging out kind of mentality. And I was thinking about this earlier today because I was like, 
okay, cool. So like maybe somebody just finds like more healing with Paige. And so they're like, you know what? Like, I don't vibe with Gemini necessarily, but like, I really find healing with Paige. And my thing is most likely if you don't like me, they're probably not going to end up liking you and vice versa. If you don't like Paige, you're probably not going to like me <laughs> because I feel like we, how would I put this? We grow a, a lot of the ways that we're growing. I feel like we learn different things from each other and like what my weaknesses are, are your strengths and a little bit vice versa versa and I think that while we're on this healing journey and like growing and evolving like there's bound to be growing in a way that like those people aren't going to vibe with either so I kind of feel it being something that is probably going to be something that we deal with for forever while we're growing and whatnot is oh, I feel intimidated by this. So I'm going to come over here because I feel like this is a more like inviting, you know, calm energy. Oh shit. Paige doesn't just let people walk all over her either. I thought she was like the super nice one. And someone sent me a message after last season and was like, um, no shade to either one of you, but Rampage intimidates me far more than like coming to you. And I was like, yeah, she does. <laughs> like, uh, you know, <laughs> honestly, I think that that's where like we have brought that dark and light balance with one another is like you used to be really rigid and like really like stubborn when someone would upset you. And now you're like more like you said, you're looking at it from a bird's eye perception rather than a victim mentality, like on the ground. And like now I think I'm having a way easier, even more like fun time, just straight cutting the cord, cut ripping out everything. Like I will rip your hair out. Like, fuck you. Like <laughs> I have the claws and the teeth out right now. And it's not even like, I feel that way regularly, but now I almost have like little to zero sympathy for people who are trying to portray me. People who go and tell the peanut gallery, you need to watch out for Paige. You know, Paige, she's so crazy. She wrecked someone's car. She laughed about it. Like, what planet are you on? Like, where in what reality did that happen? Where You know what I mean? Like, where was that? Because not, it wasn't on earth, baby. I don't know where you're at. But like when I hear stories like that, and that's a true story, someone actually said that. And I instantly, rather than feeling like I need to go justify myself to that person or explain or even get their side of the story, like, why would you say that about me? I just block, I just literally block them. And I don't care if we were best friends. I don't care if you are my mother. My own mother once asked me if I sent a hex to her because I did a return to sender with her name on it. Because you're not going to send me shit. You're not sending me negativity. And my mom, she ain't going to fuck with me. Because me and her have now a mutual understanding. I will not tolerate disrespect. I don't care who it's coming from. And I remember whenever that happened, my grandma was like, yeah, your mom wants to know. Because I wasn't talking to her. She's like, she wants to know, like, did you send this to her? Because, like, there was just, like, a long laundry list of things that happened in a really short amount of time. And it's just like clearly you were sending me negativity you were sending me jealousy you were sending me envy coming from my own mother I don't think that an outside energy from TikTok or Instagram or wherever you all people come from that direct negativity towards me I don't think it's going to really phase me like you think it will so when it backfires I'm the bad person and I'm the villain and I wreck people's cars and just don't give a fuck great perfect I love that illusion you're living in it's it feels so warm there stay there like stay there, close your eyes. I'm going to go. You know what I mean? It's like, kind of like, um, after you bring someone home from the bar and they act like they like you the whole time until the deed's done. And they're like, I'm going to go. Gots to leave. Gots to go. Yeah. Ugh. I'm like, I have so many comments that I want to say, but it would also clarify that me and Gemini do not send hexes to anyone because we don't even like y'all that much. We love the people who support us, but we're not sending negativity to people who don't support us. And I know that's been like this rumor, this thing, but in spirituality, whatever you send out, good or bad, you get back times 10. And if someone amplifies that with spell work, it's going to feel like 
a hex or a, a dark cloud, but you brought that into your world, like by sending it out into the world, it's just rippled back to you. And I feel like there just needs to be some like clarity. Cause I know Gemini has a cult and like, she's a cult leader, but I personally am not. Okay. First of all, I just think it's hilarious to be called a cult leader. It just fucking makes me giggle. Second of all, to have people who have literally taken classes with me. There's six weeks long a piece. So at least 18 weeks with me and Ryan doing these classes that people would know my ethics when it comes to spell work and everything else because we discuss it and still ever think something. It just goes into the no matter what you do or what you say and how much consistency you have in what you're doing, if somebody doesn't like you they and they're triggered by something or for whatever fucking reason they don't like you, they're not going to like you. And I think that a lot of people put it on their shoulders of, but I want people to like me, but they just don't like me because they don't understand. And I used to do a lot of explaining. You just must not know where I'm coming from. And so you don't like me because you don't understand. No, you don't like me me because for whatever fucking reason I really hit your soul but I'm not going to change anything that I'm doing so you don't align with it you don't vibe with it great block move on don't look at my shit don't come here don't have any kind of energy exchange and I will say that I am really loving working with this like Lilith and Hecate like dark goddess energy and I think that it's ignorance from people because strong like feminine energy for some reason to people comes across as you're being aggressive or you're going to do something to be spiteful or baneful to somebody and we just don't conduct ourselves that way so like while you know maybe and I know too that because I I think that a part of it too is that I play into the whole you think that witches are like devil worshiper things or you think that I'm going to send it to you. So like you're, you know, manifesting that for yourself thing. It gets mistaken as I would actually use my energy to do something negative. Whereas I'm like, I'm just going to match what you're doing. I'm just going to send everything back to you right now. I'm just going to mirror it and reverberate that shit back to you. And Neither one of us do hexes, but we have some real fucking strong protection. And I guarantee you that if we have a fucking problem with something, both of us are like, we're going to do spell work for that. And our spell work fucking hits. Doing our spell work on Patreon and having our chat with the people who are getting our spell work monthly and shit together, like those chats are fucking crazy. Our fire is dancing. Our spell work is working. Like if you've ever said that you didn't get, you didn't feel the energy in a full moon ceremony. You didn't even feel when we were doing the meditation, you couldn't even feel the spell work. Page's spell work isn't doing anything. Um, clearly you were not present reciprocating that energy, being in a space where spirit wanted you to feel any of that energy or vibration because you wouldn't know what the fuck to do with it. Um, because everybody else feels it what's weird about it is like because our protection is so strong that when people are trying to stay on the inside but really they have an outsider mentality like no wonder you're not getting anything from it because spirit wants you to leave spirit's ready for you to pack your shit and bounce so yeah you're not getting what you're supposed to be getting because your intentions are not pure and I do want to just add Gemini ain't sending no hexes because she's just doing abundant spells for herself. She don't give a fuck about y'all, okay? It's just abundant spells over here and road openers and the rest of the shit can just kick rocks because she ain't worried about you. The only thing she's doing is spell work for herself. <laughs> she's not wasting any energy. She's going to do an abundant spell. She has a green candle for that. I, listen, I have learned how to infuse my wards with things that benefit myself, my family, and our collective energy. I have my wards infused so that when you speak on our business, when you speak on our podcast, all you do is amplify our listens and amplify our connection. I have our protection set up so that if you speak lies on myself or page, your tongue starts hurting and starts going numb. Um, I have all I have 
all kinds of fucking shit. Um, You know, if you went to the doctor because your tongue is hurting, you probably should stop talking, especially about us. And we won't tell you all the secrets, but the secret is you touch the fire, you're going to get burned. And when the fire is burning from within someone, you cannot extinguish it. You cannot put it out. You cannot snuff it. You cannot mute it. You can't do anything. So you should just focus on your own self because every time you send negativity to someone on the internet, someone you don't know, someone you do know, you are draining your own creative energy. You're draining your own spiritual energy. You're draining everything. And it's not about opening the doors if you're not ready to go through those doors. You need to work on closing chapters, cutting cords, releasing things, because whatever feelings that you're holding on to are going to show up in everything. And the only thing that I can say is like, peace be with you, motherfuckers, because I am a whole new page. And you're going to have to get reacquainted with that version of me because this version of me doesn't give two fucks about your opinion your anything like if it's negativity keep it save it don't even come my way with it also this is by the way this is how you have been the whole time you're just now you're on a platform where you have a podcast and you're voicing things and I think that's a big thing too is that I think that people just didn't truly have an opportunity to know you because this version of you is exactly who you are in person when we met in person back in what was it April March in March when oh my god it was March when we met in person you were this same way and you also were the person who was like um you know what I'm gonna go and I'm gonna have these like direct conversations with homegirl instead of you doing it like you put yourself in the position to be the more like take charge person inside of things and I don't understand how if people have met you in person, they don't understand that that's your personality. Like, it's not a confusing thing. You're, you don't shy away from saying your opinion. If something's bothering you, you're going to say that it's bothering you. If you have an expectation, you voice that expectation. So a little bit, I could see it a little bit for you being like, I'm just going to block you and not talk to you then because like clearly you don't even know who I am as a person if you think I've changed, but I've been the same version of myself. I mean, you've evolved, but you know what I mean? Like those things are core about who you are as a person. I've always been rampage. Like that is a nickname someone gave to me. Like I have always had an attitude or like a spunky energy about me. I just was not directing it towards positive growth elevation mindset I was perpetuating the same cycles that I had been in that I was exposed to that I was introduced to at a young age and I know what it's like to be upset with people who had shit going or had their life together or had supportive family or whatever I remember having those feelings and things like that but I just don't care about what other people are doing because it does not change my path. When you get in tune with your own soul blueprint, you stop looking around at everyone else's map because it won't make sense. It's in a different language than yours. You cannot use what other people have done to get where you're supposed to be if if it's a part of your calling. And I think that a lot of people just need to answer the call and be quiet enough to hear the call. Because a lot of you all, it's ringing and ringing and ringing and you're not getting the message. You're like letting it go to voicemail every time rather than being like, oh wait, so if I just woke up an hour earlier every day and did this, or if I just dedicated two hours every weekend to this, or if I just took a class on Monday, Wednesday, and Fridays, I could get this. Like, That's the problem is society has got you all so distracted and so drained and just focusing on all these things that will not make you happy. And I understand that being in survival mode and not being in survival mode are two different things, but like Gemini and myself have both been in survival mode. So don't tell me shit about survival mode if you haven't triumphed through it, because I'm not taking your advice. Like you're exactly what I don't want to be, but I've been there. But that doesn't mean that I'm going to sit here 
and like hold your hand. Like we said earlier, like have all this sympathy for you, because in my opinion, a lot of people bring on the drama. They bring on the chaos. They perpetuate the cycle because they don't know any better and they won't even try because they're jealous. They're angry. They're mad. They're envious of people that want to teach or lead or step up and rise above the bullshit. And I think that's why like you have to really rise to the occasion when connecting with a spiritual person who is in tune with their own energy. This is girl, guy, old, young, whatever. Like you have to rise to the occasion if your energy is not there. And that doesn't mean that you're not invited. It just means that you're going to have to do more work than mm -hmm. everyone else who has a VIP seat. Like they've put themselves in that position. No one else gave them that VIP seat. Like they became the main character of their story and started writing their story rather than looking at everybody else's stories. Like, well, be a lot cooler if my grandpa wrote my story and we had all this money like that person that's the one thing that like I have to remind people is like your ancestors taught you the life that you live and if you don't like it you need to be the ancestor that changes it and that goes with the ge breaking generational traumas which only happens by not saying I'm broke and addicted to meth because my mom was broken, addicted to meth and I got touched as a child. And so I don't know what to fucking do with it. And I used to have to put ketchup on my noodles because we couldn't ever afford spaghetti sauce. Like, okay, cool. Well, now you're a whole grown ass fucking adult who can go out and get a job, put the crack pipe down and figure out your fucking world. So like, let's maybe focus on that. Um, <laughs> I also am really becoming aware of people who have a an urgency about spiritual messages that they're being given or spiritual work being done well how long is it after you do your spell work how long is that going to take for it to you know work for me or you know okay well you said this in the reading well can you tell me exactly when that's going to unfold and you know when am I going to be successful with that and whatever and if you are if you're looking for answers for things and a definitive timeline, you're not actually doing anything because your soul feels called to do that and you feel that you should do it. You're doing it because you took some small message out of the whole grand scheme and said, this is my path and this is what I'm supposed to be doing. How long is that going to take? And since we were talking about spell work and we've talked about spirit messages, I want to say you can do spell working for something. Let's let's bring an abundance thing. You can bring um, a spell working for some fucking abundance thing inside of your life. All that does is open the road and and let spirit know that I'm willing to put in the energy for this and I'm doing something physical to ignite this energy for myself and that you're willing to put the energy and effort into that. When I, when we do a spell working for you and we're like, we want you to have self-love, we're setting the precedent of you have come to us saying, I don't know how to do this for myself, but I need energy to go moving in, in a direction for myself. And then it's up to you to keep your feet moving and keep your energy going towards that thing. If I light a money candle for you and you're like, no, I'm not going to work any extra hours. No, I'm not going to go and get a new job. No, I'm not going to go suck that dick on the corner for the five bucks. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> then like, you know, you don't get, you don't get that money. <laughs> well, and to add to that, like a self-love spell, the thing about it is like, we could do a self-love spell for you, but if you don't get up and go to the gym and do the things that you need to do to love yourself, to treat yourself well, to talk to yourself well, you're you're surrounding yourself with people who bring you down, who call you names. Um, you're not gonna feel the self love. Like it's more of like she mentioned, it's a catalyst. It's igniting something in that direction. It's saying, you know what, spirit, this is my intention, my intention, and I'm gonna put attention towards it. That's why intention and attention sound like the same word when I'm talking because. Whatever we're giving attention to is the intention. So if you're being mean to yourself, you're talking shit to yourself, you're not being a quality version of yourself, it's going to be really hard for you to love what you're doing and to love life. And a lot of people want someone else to love them in place of them loving themselves. 
So I used to think it was the corniest thing when nobody can love you till you love yourself. And I'm like, well, I fucking hate myself. So fuck off because people love me. Um, but it really is true because if you don't figure out what things you really love about yourself and what things are non-negotiables, I feel like that's where you get into situations where people can just kind of treat you any old way. And it's not that somebody won't love you, but it's that you're not going to find somebody who's going to love you the way that you are needing to be loved because you don't recognize within yourself what parts of you you're not going to change and what parts of you are going to be a consistent thing that somebody isn't going to be able to wish and dream away from you and an insult away from you. Um, I pulled, I really wanted to pull a human design card just while we were talking, because we're over here talking about like the duality of like having to put your energy into something and having to like see the shadow and things. So I pulled card 49 for firelight cocoon. I've been seeing all of these. So the picture is, it reminds me of Vegas a little bit. It's like a, um, it's a bar with a pool table. And then that's like a fluorescent light lit up in the background. Card 49 is the sign of Aquarius. <laughs> of course, this would be the gift is self-awareness and the shadow is separation. So the gift of self-awareness. As you enter the realm of the gift, you gain access to a new elevated sense of awareness that allows you to see the part you play in your ever unfolding story. When you take ownership of your emotional state and its potential for volatility, you're able to take a step back and recalibrate to another possible outcome. The energetic nebula of war and global strife clouds both our individual and collective visions. But here in the gift frequency, you unleash a revolution that challenges our very notion of separation and division within this physical reality. You usher in a new way of being that celebrates our shared humanity and journey of continued evolution. And then the shadow is separation. The shadow synonymous with the fear of rejection carves out a place within your most intimate relationships, which is literally what we've been talking about. This lower frequency state is characterized by reaction, emotion, and distance, both physical and metaphorical. On the repressive end, you may attempt to erase any semblance of emotion, leaving you cold or numb. In this case, your relationships will be void of pleasure and depth. On the reactive side, the fear overwhelms you, causing you to lash out at your partners, a preemptive measure to avoid rejection. In either case, true intimacy remains unseen. Your themes are accountability, emotional world, and perception. And I think that's where we're going to leave you in Candyland tonight, as that just brought it all together. Well, we'll next week guys we're gonna be back weekly and i'm so happy to be here and we're gonna i feel like the theme this season is like if you thought you knew us before like you're gonna really get to know us this season <laughs> yeah i'm ready to reintroduce myself because i've just really came to terms with who i am what the variables are that like really matter to me what's non-negotiable um how you're going to act or you're removed and i think that's not what people who take advantage of you or manipulate you want to hear. So I'm really grateful to those that see the vision, that understand that we're not saying any of this to be mean or to stir, you know, anger. Like I have zero anger towards people who hurt me because honestly, you're only hurting yourself because if someone who was really writing for you is now done with your ass, that's you. That's going to be on you because you're not going to have that guiding light or that person. You know, it's one thing to want to be like someone because they inspire you, but it's another thing to copy someone and try to emulate them and try to become them. It won't work. It will always backfire. And I think that if anything that we can say is just be yourself, the people who are supposed to be there and enjoy that will enjoy it. If you're having a good time, don't let the world tell you when you can start having a good time or being happy, like be happy now and and you'll figure it out but if you're angry and you're mad you won't figure it out you'll attract more things to be angry and mad about but like choosing happiness every day is the only thing on the agenda like I'm going to choose my own happiness over being right being seen being heard being liked you know if you say something and one person gets the message you're doing 
your light work. And that's what you should do. You should just focus on what message are you sending to the world and how is that message being projected back to you? And you'll find that a lot of those messages, you may not like them. So you need to quit projecting them outward or you may not even realize that you're doing it. Maybe someone projects those onto you and you embody them. And instead of that, reflect that shit back to them, let them absorb it, let them keep it and know that it's not personal how people treat you. It's just spiritual. And if they're not in tune with that energy, they're only going to see negative and anger and resentment. Yep. And amen. Amen. In Jesus name. Amen. Bye-bye. Bye.